0: I I didn't hit the right button for the intro. Oh <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> I've already done a a- that a- one. A- 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 I had to edit that out Area, and post. Artist Networking. That was great. And here we talk to artists about themselves, the art they make, and where they make it, kind of. So yeah, stick around, give us a listen, enjoy the show. Today, we are chatting with Adam Rowe in his driveway, because it's pretty outside. Hey, Adam. It's pretty, pretty. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty. How's it going? Man, it is well. Thanks for having me in your driveway. (laughs) Haven't done a driveway feature yet, so here we go.
1: Yeah, thank you for uh, doing this. Uh, It is awfully brave of you, because you're kind of assuming that I can maintain a, a good conversation for a reasonable amount of time. Well, you know
0: if at some point it goes off the rails i just have to accept it <laughs> and we can either call it or not and continue some absolutely ridiculous conversation which i've already done so uh i can do ridiculous too uh, well if uh, we get there then we'll enjoy it when we get there so man what's it like being a creative person in Knoxville right
1: now oh man uh i'll tell you when i when i get there uh, <laughs> but uh so since you added right now, I mean, for me, uh, the last year, you know, like everybody, it's been a little, a little different than usual. Um, I made the mistake at the end of 2019 of saying to myself, uh, wow, 2019 was just the worst year. And, uh, obviously having no idea. And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what was in store so uh my whole plan uh had been to finally really focus on visual art during 2020 right um up. yeah i'm and i had uh you know secured this uh show and time at the emporium so i was basically gonna spend the whole year working on this thing yeah um and and spoiler alert, it, it did happen, and everything. So it's there's art on the walls and stuff. Um, so for me, uh, it it's been more like a regular job because it's been the only thing I've been doing for the last year. So so art is the day job right now. It is. Um, so hopefully that can continue. That really would be ideal. Uh, I would love that. I I, I went to school for art, for graphic design, but, you know, art.
0: Yeah, art in general.
1: Yeah, uh, which was a while ago, but, uh, you know, since then, the jobs I've had have mostly centered around uh, graphic arts type things, so not necessarily just the fine arts I mean hardly at all so right so what
0: uh what mediums do you work in currently
1: currently um you know the stuff for the show uh, a lot of it um uh, really, without even thinking uh, uh everything ended up being mostly wood and some metal stuff. Uh, I, d- I really enjoy working with wood and i don't want anybody to get the idea that i'm claiming to be a woodworker <laughs> because that <laughs> implies just a whole set of skills that i would love to develop and have but yeah. i d- i do not think of myself as a woodworker i, I i'm definitely working with wood but it's there's there's a difference between exactly. it, it's like when you uh it depends on who you're talking to you can say like yeah i play guitar or if you're talking to an actual guitarist it's more yeah. like yeah i have a guitar <laughs> that's that's kind of where i am but um somebody kind of recently uh th- they saw the stuff i had up and they said oh uh you know, the stuff I'd seen before, it was just wood, but it looks like you're getting away from that. And I was kind of thinking about it, and, you know, I mean, for me, the medium is, all, I mean it's not that it's secondary, but the primary thing is about the idea of the piece. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm always a little worried of, of getting too deep uh, in just working with a particular Medium uh because th- it it can easily become uh, it all about the medium I- instead of yeah. s- some idea that you've really got um, it, you know you can still make nice looking stuff, but uh I just always rather focus on the idea also learning new media, I think is my favorite medium i mean it, it's always love uh trying trying to learn new stuff i mean like i've got stuff s- set up in the studio to try to sort of teach myself in caustic yeah i mean i like i've taken a class but uh i haven't really ever done a whole lot with it but uh, so uh if, if you hear anything about me like uh being rushed to the hospital it, it may maybe that. <laughs> that that might be the reason. So <laughs> all
0: right. So what how long have you been a creative person?
1: I mean, I think always. Um I mean, you know I I think all I think all children are uh and I was lucky enough to not be one of those kids who psychologically speaking around third grade start to realize that uh you know you have the ability to make a realistic rendering of something you see yeah and that's about the the time period you either go well <laughs> that's that is way too hard or <laughs> you're, you're like ah a challenge you know and right. Can I do the thing yeah, 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 um so I mean, you know, it's just always uh done creative things, uh especially with um, with visual art uh, that's been always in the background, I mean, you know, in high school, I was incredibly lazy with it, and then uh slightly less lazy with it when i was in college studying that yeah but uh yeah uh that that's been another good thing about uh last year and really focusing on this i just uh I it's it's kind of weird because um i i taught art in Knoxville for a while uh and talking to other art teachers uh you ask them what they're working on what like if they've got a portfolio that kind of thing and most of the time uh the stuff they've been doing is like you know it's little bits and pieces here and there a lot of it's uh cooler versions of assignments they've given that mm-hmm. kind of thing um but it's not like a solid body of work. Yeah, something uh,
0: cohesive in some. Yeah, and, and I, I was
1: in that group. That that's why I'm saying that. I mean, like you know, I, I looked at li- like after teaching for a few years, it was like, man, everything I've done, I'm not like, you know, visual arts wise, I'm not on a trajectory. I'm I'm doing little things artistically here and there, yeah. but. Um, yeah, it's a, and it's hard. I mean, it's it I, I think any time you uh you are a, a teacher um, you know, you have to make that choice. It's like either your main thing is teaching or your main thing is doing something in your field. Yeah. Um I I, I think it's really hard to really do both, you know. I mean, you, you can't do it the both to to divide
0: the attentions in such a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, after college, uh, which was, you know, a little while ago, uh, we won't say how long, it doesn't matter, but, I, uh, I realized that, uh, it seemed like, I, uh, still, I didn't have, like, a, a real, uh, body of work, I had, uh, I, I mean, I did, and I didn't like uh so uh y- you can see one of the pieces in the studio there, but uh kind of the main thing that I've been working on for the last uh <coughs> twenty <coughs> years <laughs> uh, when I say that, you would think I would have s- so much more done, <laughs> but uh so uh the main thing is uh in. High school, I, I started getting really inspired by uh, these people like uh, Bernard Shaw and Benjamin Franklin, Sequoia. Uh, you might wonder what these people had in common, but it was basically uh, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. They had their own language Yeah. that they wrote stuff in. They took notes in. Uh, and, you know, that seems like a neat idea. So I started uh, developing, you know, at first just an alphabet, and then it kind of has grown over the years just into its own language. Yeah. And so uh, I keep a journal uh, regularly and use that uh, to write everything so, in other words, like if you were to pick up one of my journals, um uh, it, it would look neat, but you wouldn't be able to read it. So you
0: keep a custom encrypted journal. For the most yes, part, and, right.
1: and it is encrypted in the sense that it's it's not a cipher. Yeah. Um it, it is actually a code because over the years uh, you know, certain symbols have come to mean other things and maybe even contradictory things, but uh it's interesting because I can just kind of pick up something from a long time ago and and it just it's in my head you know yeah. I, can, I can uh e- even though it's all changed, I can still look at it and read it um so the the big thing that I've been working on for. I'm not really sure what the goal is because I don't really know why someone would want to purchase something like this to hang in their house but uh taking my favorite journal spreads yeah and uh doing much larger format versions of those uh, I- in the same language yeah um and so like the idea is uh when I'm working on those pieces, the piece itself then for that time period becomes my journal and it it's not all it's not like a hundred percent writing but it's it's probably like ninety something percent writing and some other stuff and um uh, and so the media I'm using uh are primarily ink and watercolor uh other drawing media that's kinda easy to write with, yeah like, uh pencil uh charcoal uh, I think that answers your question. I can't remember what you asked. I oh, was just talking about mediums, yeah, okay, so yeah,
0: so were there any mediums you played with back when that got you where you are now think things yeah. you cut your teeth with more or less
1: yeah, I think so, I mean uh. I mean, honestly, the uh, <laughs> old pencil is. Uh, I mean, I, I I love working with pencil, graphite, yeah. uh, that kind of thing. Um, uh, charcoal, conte, that that type stuff. I mean, that's usually what I uh, you really start with when you're getting serious. Uh, I I love that stuff. Um, the most recent stuff. I've done uh, the the wood stuff. Uh, I probably have my dad to thank a lot for that. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, I, you know, he was always building a bookcase for somebody or the house, or uh, he's got a workshop of his own that he uh, does pretty hardcore peddling and uh, messing around in. Hardcore piddling. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I know oh. exactly
0: what you mean when you say that. Well, <laughs> well.
1: Imagine being retired and getting to do that. Oh definitely. man, it'd be great. Uh, I mean, that—that's him. So. If I could retire. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, I, I'm glad he can
0: do that. That's great. Oh yeah. I'm sure cool. he keeps himself all the busy he desires to be. It. It.
1: Yeah. Good. Definitely. <laughs> but but uh, you know, spend just uh, spending time absorbing stuff from watching him do stuff and him actually showing me how to do stuff. Um, that's made a big difference just in uh, r- really getting a sense for uh, what some materials can do. Yeah. What you don't really want to ask him to do. And yeah, Learning the
0: uh, the physical limitations of different uh, structures and woods and any combination thereof is yeah it's is a challenge but it's a fun one i think
1: yeah i think it is i, I mean gosh i'm just uh i feel like i've learned so much just uh I- even trying and failing and creating piles of sawdust uh, that's usually where you
0: learn the most though I, it is <laughs> uh, i know i know a couple people that were lifelong carpenters and you know, every time I talk to them in this sort of fashion, like, yeah, I mean, my lessons are in a pile on the floor over here. Yeah. I, I can't argue with it. Yeah. Cannot. So do you have any mediums that are on
1: the horizon, anything
0: you wish to get into next or, you know, dive into in some point in the future?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, ask me again in a year if I ever actually learned anything more about incospect. <laughs> <laughs> um, I welding i think would be just amazing um, I, you know i've looked at classes and everything it it looks uh like a pretty uh diving into the deep end situation Th- all the
0: details yeah well
1: uh i just mean like taking classes you know like uh everything i've seen it, it's quite a commitment and i don't know if i want to be a professional welder i'd like to Weld, yeah well so uh that that's one thing that that I would love to learn, and again it would be really cool to actually take some woodworking classes uh, it just about anywhere, really,
0: yeah, but I mean, just just access to the knowledge and having having that interaction with it yeah, in that formal to manner s-
1: to see like if I'm uh If I'm more on the side of like, oh, wow, that's amazing. I'd never thought of that before. Or um, you can't do that that way. (laughs) (laughs) At at what point would you
0: become frustrated with it or frustrated with others watching them do it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In some way this makes sense, but I don't know how. Yeah. So on top of all the visual mediums and tangible stuff that you've done, you also decorate time with music.
1: Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> you
0: take a great time with
1: music. I keep forgetting to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, I'm really good at distracting myself. So uh, even though I just told you the whole story about how last year was my year to focus on <laughs> visual art, the first thing I did, like after doing some planning, uh, I'd, somebody just mentioned this thing called uh February album writing month. Yeah. And it it's what it sounds like. You write an album in February. So it's like uh every other day you try to have a completed song. So by the end of February you have a whole album. Well I had to do that. Yeah. You know. Uh so I d- I dove in and, and that was February and I have to say that was incredible i mean i recommend that to anybody who does music at all just i mean the the cool thing about it is it's a win-win because if you if you get anything done even if it's just okay yeah well you know i did it in two days yeah a sense of accomplishment should be there (laughs) yeah and (coughs) if, if you make something you're really proud of that's just even better. Oh there so you go, yeah.
0: With cherry on top.
1: Yeah, so so I did that uh to start out the year and then all to further distract myself, uh I've been working on this one piece. Uh it's probably the one eight minutes of music uh, I've spent the most amount of time on <laughs> because uh I was collaborating with somebody, and uh we I'm pretty sure we spent over a year on it, but it it was worth it i mean it, it really was uh and neither of us were uh you know like counting on yeah anything to or minimal expectations, th- yeah, pay the bills or or anything we we both went into it thinking like okay uh this is this will be free for the adoring masses and uh, just kind of promotional. But, yeah, we really got into it and uh, made something I'm really happy with. Um, And then uh, that finally got done with that, like, in July. And then it's kind of weird because I've I've just – oh, no, wait. I started to say I haven't done anything else. And then (laughs) – there's a few people who if they listen to this they're going to be like <laughs> uh, we know better where's the thing that you owe me <laughs> <laughs> and so i just want to say guys it's like when when i'm done recording here i'm going to go work on that right this second because that's that's another piece that i've been working on um, i'll tell you a little about it because it's 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 fun um so you ever listen to uh, the AM radio station, 1640? I don't. You don't? I don't. I don't That's listen to That's the Highway any. Advisory Network, so. I don't.
0: <laughs> as as informative <laughs> and helpful as it may be, I can't say I've ever yeah. turned that on.
1: Well, uh, I, I doubt anybody does.
0: <laughs> I don't know, feel alone.
1: There's signs for it on the interstate. Yeah, I've so seen them. I, I can't. I, I'm always curious, you know, so. Uh, they they just basically have a a traffic loop yeah um uh saying like uh there's a nuclear spill on 640 it's usually not that it's usually traffic jam but uh they, it, it, it's just purely informative that kind of thing well i turn it on at random times usually when i see that sign i'm like yeah. oh, i could i could check that out um sometime last y- about a year ago it was like they just abandoned it and they had a drunk driving message uh ag- against drunk driving not promoting it but <laughs>
0: uh
1: they had that on loop with uh some other uh generic thing you know like a kind of automated time and date yeah. thing okay so it started out like that and then it, it's like the radio qu- it's like the tower was falling down or something the the quality started getting worse and worse and staticky yeah until it got to the point where if you turn it on right now there's this wild uh oscillating uh wave sound that i i'm pretty sure is not supposed to be there so it basically makes a kinda cool piece of music by itself. Yeah. Now. But one of the lines in the drunk driving message is uh the the very end of it is prepare to kiss your social life, goodbye. Okay. That's so that's very ominous. It is <laughs> so <laughs> ominous when it's twenty twenty and you turn on the information station. Yeah. And there's these crazy sounds. It sounds like not exactly an alien attack, but like not normal. And you act like rising from the static <laughs> is the message: prepare to kiss your social life goodbye. So the reason I'm mentioning that really stuck with you, huh? It it really <laughs> did. It, it, it made an impact. Um, I mean, I would just I'm kind of glad nobody not. Average people know, but I mean, I was just driving around listening to this because it's right. fascinating. It's just so weird. Um, so I, I'm I'm working with this ensemble. They they've already recorded their part. I I'm the one who needs to give them a little more in return. Um, there's like uh, piano, flute, and clarinet accompaniment. Yeah, two uh, altered versions of this uh this recording uh like static the, the weird sounds uh and, and the actual little message uh yeah so i'm i'm actually still working on that i need to <coughs> finish that up but
0: so what instruments do you play mediums wise in, in music
1: do you need to tell you what instruments I have or which ones I play?
0: No, we, okay, well you we can do both, but which ones did you contribute to on that eight minute bit you're real proud of? Let's start there.
1: Oh, uh okay, the the eight minute one. Uh I'm thinking oh, well Okay, th- this is my whole problem with with um visual art, anything. Um I mentioned Da Vinci earlier. Yeah. I do not think he is a role model. Um, especially for art at least. Because, you know, like how many how many paintings did Da Vinci do? He as far as I know, not a ton. He yeah, just sketched it's like all a, the time. It's like a handful, like maybe twelve. Yeah. Maybe twelve. And you look at, you know, his catalogue of work and it's like Several of those, it's not... He, he didn't write his signature on them. Yeah. Maybe they weren't even his. And and really, some of those I, I agree with. I, I just don't really think they they were his. Um, but he was kind of famous for... Uh, sort of distracting himself. Um, <laughs> sort of like, you know... Hey, we want to build a war machine. Can you design one? And and instead of just doing it, he's more like, well, what is war? What <laughs> is a machine? <laughs> Let me reinvent the wheel here. Every time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the reason I'm saying that is uh, on Crest, the uh, eight-minute piece, uh, th- there's one part with a marimba, not easy to get access to marimbas. Uh, they're very expensive instruments, and you know, like nobody just has one. <laughs> you know, it like uh, concert halls. Right. Halls. I mean, I, I don't know of anybody. Institutions. Who, yeah, the, they're they're much more institutional instruments. School. Uh I just needed one note, though. <laughs> so I was like. I'm just gonna learn how to make a marimba key and and I can th- then I can play that one note and that's right be cool so I spent a long time uh you know researching, figuring out how to actually construct one of these um getting into acoustics physics and stuff that I just had. I mean, like stuff that blew my <laughs> mind. Like, like so when I'm I'm making this thing, it's a piece of wood, right? And usually, like any other kind of instrument, like like a string. Yeah. If, you know, you shorten the string, you raise the pitch. Right. right. Okay. So it seems like if you have a piece of wood, you remove wood, you raise the pitch. It's yeah. smaller, right? Except not. It it doesn't work like that. It's different. And uh ju- just kinda really eye opening. I I also this I, I mean, sorry if you're a marimbist, um, but uh I guess most people aren't. Uh d I, I didn't even really think about the fact that like where you hit it, uh there, there's certain overtones. Yeah. You know, it's gonna make certain pitches so when you're shaping it when you're creating it you you have to you have to consider that like you can you you tune it to the third overtone Mm -hmm. that it's going to produce which is i kind of thought it was just a block of wood when i started out (laughs) but it's so much more and then you have the whole thing with the resonator and making that work, so... I love uh, how
0: your solution to needing one note was build the whole damn instrument.
1: Uh, it wasn't a whole instrument. <laughs> it was just one key, and and I know now why they are just pretty much owned by institutions. <laughs> it was a colossal effort on my part to get one note that even in the end, it, it was still... I had to do a little tweaking. Like It, it was like still more flat than i really wanted it yeah um but yeah i mean uh so that's the that was the instrument that i played on that piece um i'm much more into composition than i am uh playing yeah uh i i'm just i don't do well playing in front of people or even uh, alone i mean i uh, <laughs> Not that I'm amazing when I'm sitting, you know, in my studio or anything. I I, I have a terrible musical memory. I mean, just uh, there's some kind of disconnect between my hands and my brain when it comes to that kind of thing. I really admire people who either can memorize anything, yeah, or the people who can do things like sing. And play at the same time, that seems like it shouldn't be allowed. Some s- it?
0: some sort of witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, uh, one of the things that really gets me is when people can just play by ear, you know, hear th- hear something once and then yeah. you know, get it like ninety five percent. Like how? How does that happen? It really is amazing.
1: Um, so I I've uh I mean, you know, I've I've taken lessons and, and you know, I was in uh when uh when band used to start in the fourth grade yeah which i really hate that it doesn't now but uh so i played clarinet since then uh which only means really that when i'm writing i just have certain things in my head that make it easier to write Hmm. for that instrument and, and similar instruments um Mean, I mean I play guitar and keyboard instruments too, but not not like some people I know. That's
0: that's not what you're gonna put out with your name on No, are I it. don't. I, I really don't
1: claim to to really play those things. So is that just more for fun to, to you know, like keep you on your toes? It's a blast. I mean, it is so much fun. Um but yeah, it's it's more for me, and uh, just for uh, you know, if you're writing something, uh, it, it's nice to be able to to play it first before you go to yeah pen and paper or the computer or whatever. Um, I mean, I, I really I try to uh, play most of what I end up writing anyway. I mean, even if it's an arduous process. You know, I, I still try to play it myself before I even think that somebody else might in the future.
0: You give it the all once over before you hand it off. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. So, do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, the body of work you're presenting at the Emporium
1: right now? I would love to. Yeah, um So, listeners, just Close your eyes and imagine. No, no, no. <laughs> the ASMR walkthrough about yeah. to go down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but I, I can I can tell you uh, a lot really, uh, just without seeing anything. Actually, it might be it's kind of better uh, to tell s- about it without seeing anything because uh, it would probably be distracting because uh, it's so beautiful no <laughs> just, just kidding i mean it I, i'm proud of it but uh well
0: we i guess i haven't really disclosed that we're gonna do a, a gallery tour after we do the the podcast and slash maybe studio tour here yeah so we're gonna go do that
1: a- and i said when i mentioned it, i said studio tour as if it's not just one room <laughs> like, and here's the the left wall <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, if I were to give anyone a studio tour of my studio, it's this is an eight by 10 room, and well, my desk is over there, and I have two 3D printers over here, and that's my bookshelf. For, uh, what kind of <laughs> <laughs> one and a half? One of them works right now, and uh, the other one doesn't. Yeah. You know. That's pretty cool, though. And then, you know, the bookshelf with everything that shouldn't be on that bookshelf is right over there on the opposite wall. So, yeah, it's great.
1: Nice. Uh, so, the show basically, I've got. Uh, I'm I'm just waving at neighbors who might be wondering why uh, we've got microphones in the driveway. I mean, it's a gorgeous day. Why not I record well in the driveway? I, I kind of think people are <laughs> used to me doing crazy stuff just inside this door. In the in the driveway and and just inside the door, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I just always uh, wonder, but <laughs> but so this this show, um, it's. Uh, it's based on the idea of the the most basic idea is the idea of knots, okay, like a knot that you would hmm. tie. Um, and the idea of y- you know if you think of something like Celtic or celtic knots uh you you have this idea of uh things are on a two dimensional plane, but you've done something graphically to give the illusion that things are overlapping okay so you've got kind of this in-between dimension really yeah because it's like it's 2d but it's it's uh you know giving the illusion that it's 3d so yeah it's like two and a half d Th- that implied depth yeah um which uh y- you know all, all visual art that's representational of course doesn't. Right. But this it's it's like that's the whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit more on the nose.
1: Yeah, the yeah. It it's just like that that's the like ninety five percent of it. So uh so that that's one idea. Just the idea that you can have uh a knot that's two and a half ish dimensions. Um also I made this really cool discovery and I say it's a discovery because I've read uh, probably what my limit is about the subject of topology, knots, that kind of thing. Um, you can take a closed loop, yeah, like um, plug an extension cord into itself and throw it on the ground. Um, if If you trace that, you can make any closed loop like that appear as a knot if you make every other intersection you know alter uh, i'm sorry alternate between over and under, yeah, as long as you only cross two lines at a time, yeah ha- if you have like three lines that cross at a time it, it doesn't work, but if you just have two lines that overlap um uh, no matter what that jumble of uh, lines and squiggles is. Like, you can just scribble on a piece of paper. Yeah. And if you start out where you end, you can, you can just make one look like it goes under, the next one over, and continue. And the whole thing just magically works out. It's just really cool. Great way to doodle. Yeah. Or turn into a bunch of art, uh, which is what I've done. I also figured out a way uh, to... Do it with these uh radial patterns. So that you've got you know, a lot of uh Celtic knots, uh it's based on uh four. Yeah. Uh so like a lot of four cornered rectangular designs. Uh but a lot of the stuff I've done is either with three or five, which is just really fun to do, you know. Um uh so that that's like one idea the two others are this idea of uh also in between dimension kind of thing uh i think everybody knows what a mobius strip is where like if you have a a long rectangle you twist and bend it connect it to itself uh rotated halfway. Yeah. And then you have what's called an non-orientable surface and it's really wild because like you can trace the edge it only has one edge. Yep. You can trace the side it only has one side. It's it really w- when you start explaining it like that you have to start answering questions like well, wait, what does dimension even mean? Yeah, how does that apply to this? Yeah, yeah. So um what I've chosen to do uh in this stuff is uh, instead of Mobius, uh, there was another guy uh, at the same time who discovered these properties of what is the Mobius strip uh, named Listing, and I thought it would be cool to give a slight shout-out to him. Uh, He he just didn't publish his stuff like Mobius did, so I've been calling this stuff Listing Bands instead of Mobius strip. Um, it also gets a, a, a little, it puts a little distance between you and just going, oh, yeah, it's a Mobius strip. Yeah, I, I get it, and then moving on. Right, adds another
0: layer of have to think about it.
1: Yeah, because um, in uh, this kind of stuff, you know, in researching it, uh, there's examples that come up. There's like one, kind of terrible-looking Roman mosaic with something that vaguely resembles a Mobius strip. I just don't, personally, I don't buy it. I don't think that's what they were doing. Um, that's always cited as an example of uh, non-orientable services in art. And another one is Escher. Yeah. Uh But really, you look at what he did with, a Möbius strip, and it, I mean, it's amazing because it's MC Escher. It's not really a new idea, though. Um, I mean, it's it's a Möbius strip. It's you know that's cool. Yeah. And and you know obviously he did a really cool graphic version of it, and then took it up a notch to make it all a woodcut, which is. You know, it, it's just mind-blowing. <laughs> but, but I just wanted to really uh, try to take things up a notch yeah. from that. So uh, I was wondering, you know, can you take the knot idea, um, can you take that and create some sort of a knot that you could uh, – Make into a listing band, like does does that whole thing still work, yeah, uh, can you expand on the geometry into a format like this yeah uh and and you know take put it into another weird dimensional space that I mean obviously you know th- everything's in three d it's are we live in three d but right, but it's it's sort of in that weird uh weird space where uh, you know something might have just one edge even though you're looking at it and you're like well no, it's
0: got more than one edge but it doesn't because if you trace it it's it's just got one edge
1: it's all connected um so that that was sort of the the second idea also um with all this stuff um I'll just go ahead and mention some influences because now is a good time. Yeah, now is a good time. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, MC Escher, a huge influence, uh, really. Uh, and I may be using this term liberally, I don't know, but post-minimalists like Donald Judd, I can't tell you. Uh, I have been asked to leave more than one museum space because I have been just lying on the floor looking up at one of Donald Judd's piece, pieces on the <laughs> wall. Just so, oh my gosh. I, I, there's just, I mean, I'm glad that I can't explain it because then it, it wouldn't be just completely art. Right. You know? it, it would be like art and a story or a poem or something, but man, just... Just looking at those things it just were you asked nicely to leave? I was asked nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I was not asked nicely when when I was uh, playing on the oh uh, there's a sculpture outside at the high museum <laughs> and it, that's not important they we're not happy I mean, honestly, you know you make a you make a sculpture it goes outside you have to expect some degree you know let people really interact with it even if that means playing on it or climbing on it anyway um, (laughs) (laughs) I I, I felt I was justified Um, so uh, also uh, Robert Motherwell big influence even though I'm not abstract expressionist's biggest fan. There's just something about I, I can just look at his work and it's just this overwhelming feeling of I get it. Even though it's a bunch of giant black blobs on an enormous canvas thing, I, it's just it still clicks. Yeah, I, I just uh, that's uh, I love that stuff. And, uh, you know, Motherwell and Judd wrote a, an incredible amount about what they did, which is really cool, too. Um, but, I, I mean, e- even though um, Motherwell's defin- definitely uh abstract expressionist, I mean, I don't think it's a far cry to say that there's something definitely minimal about his stuff. And uh, I've tried to uh, tried to play with minimalism in in the sense of you know is there like a certain shape, a certain line, just a real like a cell almost that you can multiply, rotate, uh, just stick with that one little germ and. And create something really complex. Yeah. So, so that ended up being my question about the listing band. Also, like, can you can you have one little piece that you could just flip and put together, and then it creates a shape that's weird and complex? Yeah,
0: I d- I would say at that point you're almost playing with tessellations, at least in one axis.
1: Definitely, it is. It yeah. Is. It's a, a P one rotation of uh, symmetry, you know. if You're into wallpaper patterns, which I am. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it it definitely is. Uh, yeah, you'll see. It's it's um, I'm pretty proud of proud of those. Uh, I've got three different listing bands, and yeah. and, and so that. The idea with all of them, all three of them, is you've got this one unit that you can you can do some alterations to and and come up with something more complex. So the third idea is, uh, okay. So th- there's a little explanation, but just stick with me here. So, uh, there is. Uh this thing I know everybody's seen it at some point It's like a a tetrahedron in a cube in a dodecahedron in an icosahedron like the
0: the nested platonic
1: solids yes, yeah, I should have said nested platonic solids, but that is that is what it is and there's a bunch of old illustrations uh that um uh, where the combination of all those is called uh, uh, Metatron's not Okay, in some mythologies, m- Metatron, not to be confused with any Decepticon right. or anything else, is, is this angel. And um, I don't even really know the whole thing about it. I just know that's an awesome name, and it has to do with, um these shapes, okay, yeah,
0: theological tie-ins aside
1: what yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh i I use that name metatronic to describe the stuff, uh not for any super deep reason it's 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 just really cool, and uh it again it uh when I've seen artwork that that does use that terminology like platonic solids, it, it's so easy just to. Go like oh yeah one of those, and move on, and uh, so so I wanted to give it a slightly weird name to to make people uh, not uh, immediately dismiss it if they recognized it as such. That's fair. So uh, the idea with the Metatronic solids is can you have a knot that you can put on the surface of a regular polyhedron so again you know like one line or set of lines where it's just repeated but rotated in different planes and axes to where you can tile not just a plane tile planes are cool i'm all all about them but uh can you do that on a uh a solid and and going back to Asher uh he does have an example of uh one sculpture that he did uh it's like a dodecahedron mm-hmm. but you uh, it, no it's awesome but as far as new ideas go it, it, it's starfish you know which have five points so pentagons on a dodecahedron the dodecahedron covered with starfish yeah it's neat but uh I wanted to just kind of take this idea of a regularly tiled polyhedron uh, sort of up another notch. So that's what these things are. So uh, so like on a, a tetrahedron, uh, a pyramid-like shape, the one with four sides, four triangles, um, you've got three lines that you can trace them, and they basically... Cover the whole thing yeah. in, in a knot pattern, in, in a over-under pattern, and it, it works out. So the, that's what the show is about. Oh,
0: that sounds wholly entertaining. I think it is. Yeah. Um. I, I'm resisting making any knot puns. I, h- how have you resisted making knot puns this entire conversation?
1: I'm just not gonna. Well, I'm not saying that I'm I'm not not going to. I'm just uh I don't know. My stomach is just in the not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh your big influences, we've talked about that. Do you have any uh local influences that that you uh, you enjoy keeping up with their work or people around you that you follow that you enjoy
1: following? Yeah. Um there's somebody uh Maybe if we hear this and want to uh, uh take me in as an apprentice. Um I guess I could just look up his number and call him. But uh Andrew Seftel, he's got stuff in the permanent collection of the KMA. Um he's one of the first um people I remember seeing at the Knoxville Museum of Art. Uh his stuff is really cool. And uh it may just be that these these journal pieces are just a copy of his stuff. Uh I'm hoping it's a little more original than that, but uh, yeah, his his stuff is just really cool. It, it's a lot of uh, mixed media and words, you know? Yeah. Um typography is just a real um uh, for me Uh, I mean I studied it to some degree in school but it's just always fascinated uh, fascinated me Um, any kind of calligraphy letter forms and that's what his work really seems to focus on sorry if I got that wrong but there's a lot of letters in it either way (laughs) Um, yeah his, his stuff is just awesome Anybody else? Um, none that I can think of off the top of my head like him. Um, wait, oh, you.
0: Oh, no, don't you. go there. No, Definitely. you don't have to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm staring at him. No, you don't have to do that. Um, wink. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, my work is what it is. I'm happy about it. I'm glad people like it. And if those people are on the podcast, that's cool, too. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, no, I d- I was really excited to get out here and talk to you about this thing. And uh, I guess my last real question is, is, is there anybody local you would like to hear on the podcast? Because that's how I come up with new names to have people on the podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, he would be awesome. Um, there's a lot of people doing super exciting stuff music-wise. Yeah, mention them. Uh, I mean,
0: we're all four musicians here.
1: Yeah. Well, so pretend I'm not leaving anybody out. It just means I forgot. Oh, that sounds worse. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so with,
0: all <laughs> <laughs> with all the best intentions. With all the best intentions.
1: Matt Nelson, uh, Adam Lyon, uh, everything Andy Bliss is doing with Neef East North, yeah. Okay, they're pretty cool. I mean, th- my gosh, how lucky are we that? Do we have a well, except for last year, there, there's a you know annual new music festival. Yeah,
0: right
1: it's incredible. I mean, yeah. So I always go to all that stuff. Uh, he'd be pretty awesome to talk to, though. Um, He's a real musician. Uh, all all those guys are. Um, that might be pretty neat because they're they're all really involved with uh, what really gets categorized as new music. Yeah. Not just music that is new, but uh, new music. Uh, that'd be pretty neat. I would I would listen. Well, yeah, that's what we want.
0: All right. So tell us your uh, social media handles and all that good stuff, and then I'll
1: uh, play us out. I'm pretty sure it's Adam Rowe Music on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. And uh, you can always go to the old adamrowe.com, which it has everything on it. And if it doesn't, then uh, I'm in the middle of putting it on. Uh, so it's just like A D A M R O W E. And that's me. All
0: right, Adam. Well, thank you very much. I've enjoyed this chat. Uh, We're going to head to the gallery next, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. I'm going to play us out. That was the show. I hope you enjoyed. All the relevant social media and website links will be in the episode description for the featured artist today. And if you yourself, or know an artist that you would like to be or see on the platform, shoot me an email. It'll be listed somewhere on here. I'll try to make it plainly evident for you. But uh, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time.